The scripture reading is from the book of Acts, chapter 9, verses 1 through 20. Can you hear me? <laughs> Robin. <laughs> Meanwhile, Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues at Damascus, so that if he found any who belonged to the way, men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Then as he was going along and approaching, approaching Damascus, suddenly a light from the heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? He asked, Who are you, Lord? The reply came, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But get up and enter the city, and you will be told what you are to do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless because they heard the voice but saw no one. Saul got up from the ground, and though his eyes were open, he could see nothing. So they led him by hand and brought him into Damascus. For three days he was without sight and neither ate nor drank. Now there was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias. The Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, he answered, Here I am, Lord. The Lord said to him, Get up and go to the street called Straight, and at the house of Judas look for a man of Tarsus named Saul. At this moment he is praying. And he has seen in a vision a man named Ananias come in and lay his hands on him so that he might regain his sight. But Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much evil he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to bind all who invoke your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is an instrument whom I have chosen to bring my name before Gentiles and kings and before the people of Israel. I myself will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. So Ananias went and entered the house. He laid his hands on Saul and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on your way here, has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like scales fell from his eyes and his sight was restored. Then he got up and was baptized, and after taking some food, he regained his strength. For several days, he was with the disciples in Damascus, and immediately he began to proclaim Jesus in the synagogue, saying, He is the Son of God. Thank you, Cora. I'm going to turn this down a little because it sounds boomy. Can you hear me now? A little less boomy. Okay. The uh, title of today's sermon is Do Not Adjust Your Sets. Didn't even think about that. <laughs> Way back when TV used to be broadcast, and there are people in the room that remember broadcast television as opposed to cable television, Remember when it would go fuzzy and an announcer would come on, there'd be this little card of some kind that would show up and the announcer would say, do not adjust your sets, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Yeah, that's where that comes from for the young and uninitiated. Do not adjust your sets. And when I think of the story of Saul slash Paul, bless you, when I think of that story, 
for some reason in the, the idea of this voice coming from somewhere. That's, that's what I think. Especially if you're Ananias in Damascus and you get a message from God saying, go to this guy who's responsible for the death of several of your brothers and who wants to arrest you and your brothers and sisters and heal him. Could you imagine that, being Ananias? But he did it. He obeyed God. He obeyed God. And that is, I believe, a real do not adjust your sets sort of moment. Some of the craziest things that have to happen have to happen because God wants them to. And our perception is often just a little bit off. A little bit off. Paul's perception, Saul slash Paul's perception, was just a little bit off. He was this really strong Pharisee. He was, he was really with it for God. He was devout. He did everything he was supposed to do. He studied his scripture. But he needed a minor adjustment so he would stop killing God's servants. Now, think how crazy that is. Killing God's servants is a pretty big deal. But he needed an adjustment. And it was something he couldn't do himself. It was something the powers that be broadcasting out the signal had to do for him. It's something God had to do for him. Now, I want to tell a story. It's one of my favorite stories my father tells. And it's loosely, loosely related. I had this Uncle Al who has passed on. And the thing about Uncle Al was if you got him laughing, his laugh was infectious. And he couldn't stop laughing. And when he laughed, he laughed from his knees to about here. And it all went... <laughs> well, when they were kids, they used to hang out at the bowling alley all the time. And they're at the bowling alley, and there's this guy with these great big thick glasses. And he's trying to rub mustard off of his sleeve. They're in the bowling alley. And all of a sudden, Al just starts... <laughs> he starts laughing and he's laughing harder and harder and harder and the people around him start laughing not knowing what they're laughing about but they're laughing because of the way this guy laughs and he's laughing and laughing and laughing my father goes over to him laughing too and says what's so funny and he points at the guy trying to get mustard off his sleeve and the problem is the mustard isn't on his sleeve it's a spot on his glasses and he's going like this he's going like this trying to get so Perception. So often it's some little thing or some big thing that's wrong with us that we can't see, that has to be pointed out for us. And this was the case with Saul who would become Paul. Before he could hear what God really wanted him to do, he had to have all the noise shut down. All the expectations that he had on himself and that others had placed on him shut down. He had to be struck blind before he'd be quiet long enough to listen. Just boom! Struck him blind, set him in a dark room for three days with nothing to eat, and he comes to himself. And finally he can hear what God has to say. Now, that was the case with me 
when, when I first answered my call to ministry. The first inkling I had that there was something more I was supposed to do than, than communicate for an electric utility or, or uh, write really snazzy advertisements or introduce the next record on the radio. The first inkling I had, I went screaming in the other direction into an ad agency. I'm driving my neat little Toyota pickup. Boy, I miss that pickup. Anyway, I'm driving my little Toyota pickup around the state doing my thing and, of course, blasting my radio. Blasting my radio because I don't want to be sitting in silence. I don't want to be thinking. I want to get my job done. I want to earn my paycheck. And you know what God sent? God sent some junkie overnight to my driveway to tear my stereo out of my truck. And I had to ride in silence. It was like being struck blind. I had to drive all over the state. And South Carolina is a lot like Florida. You pass the same rock and tree. You look for Fred Flintstone because that's what it looks like, the same scenery going by. And all I could do was finally shut up and listen to my life. This is what God does to Paul. He has to shut up and listen to his life. And it's what each of us should have to do as well. Now, that's not so easy to do, is it? It's not so easy to get quiet time. It's not so easy to just back off, shut down, and listen to your life. Things that happen that cause this, often a serious illness, you have time alone with your thoughts, don't you, Amy? You get time, and Sarah too, you get time where you can stare at the ceiling or stare at the wall and you listen to your life and, and you start to stack things in a new priority. That's in a way that God can take something as serious and horrible as an illness. And I'm not saying God causes it. I'm saying God takes it and turns it into an opportunity to get closer to God. And, and to look back and see all the touch points in your life and see all the blessings and then see a way forward and see something new. Do not adjust your sets. Don't just twiddle with a knob. Turn the whole thing off and listen in earnest and listen closely to what's going on, to what, what's been experienced, to how you got where you are and where God wants you to be next. Do not adjust your sets. Do not rely on your own understanding, but sit and listen. Sit and listen. It's what God says over and over again, asks over and over again to do. Listen to your life. Pay attention to your experiences in each other. Take some time to not just react, but to live. He knocks Paul off a horse strikes him blind, makes him completely and totally helpless and harmless. And then and only then can Paul open his eyes to the love of Christ and open his ears to what he can do with all that incredible learning he's gained. And, and what does he do with it? Well, he writes, oh, about this much of our Bible. He's the one that tells us love is patient, love is kind, love is not boastful or arrogant or rude. He's the one that tells us that through Christ there is no more Jew or Greek. This is the guy who was as Jew as they come. And he ends up being sent by God 
to tell the Gentiles about Jesus. This is the guy that says, I can do all things through God who strengthens me. I know what it is to have plenty. I know what it is to be in want. And I've learned in all things to be content. Paul says that. Death, where is thy victory? Death, where is thy sting? Paul said that. This guy who was exterminating Christians stopped, listened to his life, and God turned it all around for him. This is where I nod to the band. I told them either I'll nod to you and get up, or if anyone but Isaiah thinks I'm getting boring, get up. Thank you, my friends. Do not adjust your sets. Do not just twiddle with the knobs of all the things that get you rattled and get you crazy. Don't adjust your sets. The adjustment has to be internal, and it has to be of God. Give God time. Give God attention. Give God peace. And see what God has to say. Amen.